What could you truly become capable of if you were living in greater resonance and synchronicity with your essence? If you were able to be aligning with your divine every day and creating from that energy, are you ready to explore and activate that? Let's get started aligning divine. Now, here's your host, Soul and Body Coach, Keisha Clark. <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in this great, big, amazing, delicious, and magical world. Hello and welcome to Aligning Divine. I am Keisha Clark, your host, and I am delighted <laughs> to get to play with you here on the Inspired Choices Network and really, actually, wherever you might be finding me and us and playing with us, engaging us, whatever platform you're finding us on. It might be iHeartRadio, it might be Spotify, it might be Deezer, it might be one of another 70-something platforms around the world. <laughs> so wherever, whenever, and however you're engaging and playing with us and this show, I thank you for that. If it's your first time stopping by, welcome. Uh, this is a little bit of a different kind of conversation uh, that we like to have. Of course, that is par for the course for most of our shows here on the Inspired Choices Network. And um, for Aligning Divine, it is all about having the joy, really getting to it, and then actually choosing to have the joy of lining up with your essence and living it every day. And <laughs> we do that in whatever way really works for us. So there's a lot of us on the planet right now who are really here to experience way more than the linear processing or the linear creation of living. Um, and life is way more between, or what I'll put it in a question, what if your life is actually way more than a straight line between your birth and your death? <laughs> so let's see how much fun we can have and how many wavelengths we can surf and how many ways we can play with this that really does light us up and bring us joy and bring us um, into that aligning every day, every day, every day with the true us, with the essence of us, with the all that we are. What if you could actually be living that? Yes. That's where we like to play. And if you have been here before and you are coming back to play more, oh my goodness, thank you for choosing that too. And in either case, I just want to say thank you for being a part of these conversations. Please know that you are a contribution. Whether you're talking out loud on the air with me or not, the fact that you're choosing to participate in the way you are is a contribution to these conversations. And we would love to have lots more of that in the world. So. Wowzers. And today is um <laughs> today's conversation has been on my docket for a while and I was just kind of waiting for it to like let me know when it wanted to ping. And these last couple of shows have really been looking at things having to do with loving ourselves, with loving us and um I like to say the loving you, getting to the loving you and that was it brought up some interesting curiosities and awarenesses and you know I definitely was having some aha moments for myself um, those are in the podcast library if you want to check them out <laughs> um, and it kind of felt 
like we were segueing organically into this week's topic. And then I also uh, have noticed this has come up in a few of the conversations that I've had with clients and with friends in the last few weeks. And then again, it popped just this past weekend in another conversation in particular that I was having with a client. Um, Some information was coming through for them. And it was just kind of fun to see wow, this is something that we actually could actually talk about more. (laughs) So that's what we're going to do this week with the topic of what is your inheritance costing you? Mm -hmm. Yep. (laughs) So I I laugh because I've been looking at all these things to play with. You know, what what does this show want to invite us to? So um, when most people talk about inheritance, they are usually referring to what is passed to people after someone makes their transition. So, you know, whatever's in the will. We think of it more in terms of an estate. But what about the things we inherit when we're born? And all those things that are passed down or passed along the family line that we inherit, our genetic inheritance, what about those? Have you ever really thought about that? <laughs> so you may have heard the expression, paying for your inheritance. And what if that applies in more ways than how it's usually meant? Right? So let's explore if and what our inheritance might actually be costing us. So first I would like to just let you know, this is not a linear conversation. <laughs> And it's also not about uh, a linear or absolute, like everything you've inherited. We're not not lumping it all into one bucket. And that is the first invitation of this topic and this conversation today, is to really open yourself and open your willingness to looking at your life in multiple ways, in multiple uh, variables, um, because your life is not a, a, a clearly defined box. <laughs> who who would want that, <laughs> right? Um, I mean, yes, that's great for storage because you can stack things more easily, but that's not how we want your life to be, right? At least I would hope that's not how you want your life to be. Um, not that there's any wrongness in that. I just think life could be way more fun if it's not in boxes. <laughs> so, And you could be way more fun if you're not in a box. Um, take that however you want. <laughs> so the inheritance thing is um, its a conversation that I find we tend to have, we tend to talk about that subject matter in some really interesting ways. And as I was playing with just letting information kind of flow in uh, as I was preparing for this week's conversation, um, things were kind of waving at me um, I noticed that we talk about inheritance usually as a something around having to do with death. And we talk about heredity, hereditary or, or heritage um, usually more in terms of referring to the living. And I was like, that's kind of interesting. Um, now, it, it's just something I noticed. And what it part of what it contributed for me was just the awareness of where I wasn't necessarily bringing my attention to um, with that inclusive kind of thing, bringing all of that together of heritage and 
heredity and inheritance. And I have been on the receiving end of actual inheritance, you know, through a, a will of some of my relatives. I have actually received an estate um, through a will. So I have experienced inheritance that way. I've also <laughs> experienced inheritance in the genetic <laughs> form. Um, and what is it about our genetics? Um, we have so many interesting stories about our genetics. And I love, love, love the expression that came through years or decades ago now um, from Carolyn Mace, your biology is not your biography. And it doesn't have to be your biography. And that was kind of the first phrasing of it that kind of helped me snap into like, oh, wait a minute, I could look at this differently. And of course, I'm one of the first people to say perspective is everything. <laughs> And I've even done a few shows on that. Um, the way you look at something is actually going to determine how you can see it and what of it that you can see and what you make of it, uh, how it lands for you. So when we look at inheritance, what if we opened the spectrum of our visibility and our visualizing and our awareness, both visual awareness and beyond cognitive awareness, when we look at the spectrum, broaden the spectrum, um, the scope of the spectrum, I should say, <clears throat> of inheritance and, and things that can be inherited, what if we could just let ourselves include all of that for the sake of this conversation? And another piece of this is when it comes to genetics, all those stories about what is past along the family line, I really just want to start with bringing our awareness to the fact that are you acknowledging and would you be willing to acknowledge that they're stories, the, the momentum of the stories that run through our family lines, our tribal lines, our heritage. The stories can be empowering and how many times, how many families, how many stories have you heard about the ways we use those stories to actually disempower us, both ourselves and our families, our, our lineage? Now, that might be, well, what do you mean by that? <laughs> that might break a little question mark in your universe. Well, what if we are taking on the stories of things that are hereditary in our family in a physio physiological sense? And it's fascinating because what I notice is like when we hear about those things, you know, usually through childhood, we're not really getting the cognitive aspect of that. It's like we're hearing it, we're exposed to it, it's kind of in our peripheral. Um, energy, but as we kind of get into that early adult stage, um, and sometimes it, it kicks in a little earlier, but usually around that eh, high school, early college age, um, we kind of start to to take it on in a different way. We We typically, what I find a very popular habit is, is to begin to take that genetic story 
and really graft it in and on to our being. And the interesting thing about that is it doesn't have to be that way. <laughs> I was trying to find kind of a fluffy way to say that, but it, just quite simply and straightforwardly, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be that way. So let me put it to you as a question. What if your genetic story, what if your biology did not have to determine the possibilities for your life and your body? And I know that for some of us that might just be a really extreme stretch and I am inviting you to suspend all of the rules and all of the science-based and science-oriented <laughs> and medical-oriented uh, parameters that you might have been adopting and adapting. And just go with the what-if for a few minutes. So what does this have to do with inheritance? Well, it's kind of fascinating as I have been playing with the energy work that I get to play with, um, which if you don't know what that is, I refer to it as uh, soul and body work, and, and that is soul and the word embody together. Um, I It really comes down to how do we choose to embody the energy of us? We're bringing it into and through uh, a physical expression. Yep. So what I get to play with is all things pertaining to that. And the aligning with our divine, the tapping into and living our our essence, our soul essence, um, I am a big proponent of having your cognitive awareness about your body, self, and soul. So bringing that, what we might call... Um, beyond sensory awareness, that beyond cognitive awareness, the spiritual aspect of you. <clears throat> I am, I get to work with people, play with people, facilitate and support people to tapping into that and and really having access to that on tap, <laughs> like every day. It, like letting go of the story that there has to be a separation of that. And so in in that field of work and what I like to call play, what I have observed and witnessed and just noticed is we come through the family lines that we come through primarily by choice. However, it's not, it's, again, it's not a linear choice. It's really how we are choosing to play and, and the energies we are um, desiring to both express and create with, okay? And this does not have to get complicated, and so I'm going to do my best to not make it complicated. And I'm not asking you to believe what I'm saying, so if you will, just suspend that as well. I'm just inviting you to open that scope of the spectrum. Just 
let this energy broaden a bit for you. Let this subject broaden just a little bit for you. And and if this is like, oh my gosh, this resonates for me, holy moly, yeah, go with that. Play with it even more. Um, so bringing all of those genetic things through the physiological line that we're coming into, there's a there's good there's value in that. Yes, like you know, on a physiological level or and from a physiological aspect, we kind of need genetic material to build a body. Okay. It's kind of important. <laughs> and it's the way we choose to play here. You, you you have a body so that you can come, you can experience that five sensory um, experience and that connection because that's a, a means of how we connect with each other. Um, it is also a way that we interpret and convey information and receive information. So there is great value in how we create a body. There's great value in that we create a body, right? Um, and thank you to everyone who incarnates female who chooses to let baby bodies <laughs> grow in their bellies, in their bodies. Yes, total acknowledgement. Um, and all of these things that we call genetic or, or genetics, you know, all of that biology related imprinting or stories or information, we could call it information, um, it, it comes with value as well for us. And at some point when we are choosing into more of our beyond cognitive awareness, that information can actually support us a great deal um, and empower us a great deal. So, Wherever you might be looking at your life and your body as only possible within the parameters of what has happened in your family line, part of what the invitation of this conversation is, is to suspend all of that. And perhaps it could also be supportive to simply be appreciating all of that. Appreciate what is present in your family line. And there's yes, there's a question too of when you're adopted, you know, how does that apply? It can apply in really what creates the application or how it applies, what creates how it applies is where you have chosen to put your um, your attention, your focus, where the greatest charge is for you. Is it on, oh my gosh, I don't, I didn't come through this bloodline, I brought all these other problems, so is that going to create a problem? Or I brought all these other genetics, is that going to create a problem? Or, um, and there have also been studies that support this or that reveal this, um, oftentimes we have this energetic adaptation to our adopted families. And that's kind of fascinating. And that is also part of what lends, for me, it lends some, uh, I don't have a better word, but credibility to this topic, to this kind of conversation. Because energetically there are and can be shifts or changes or we could call them um, morphing in 
the biology or the biological makeup and tendencies of our bodies toward the adopted family's energies. So isn't that fascinating? And, you know, I, I you, if you hear, if you listen to my conversations at all, if you know me at all, you've probably heard me say, bodies are flipping amazing. <laughs> and bodies don't have to be stuck in the stories of our genetics or our biology either. Yay! How cool is that? <laughs> so that's a space that I'm just going to let us take a pause, take a break, take a breath. Um, this, I get that this is kind of a way out there for some folks kind of conversation. And for others of us, it's like, yes, yes, okay, let's tap that. Let's open that door. Let's go further. And the whole cool piece about this inheritance costing us is what else could, like the empowerment really, what excites me about it is the empowerment that is possible as we are willing to look at and acknowledge where are we actually allowing it to be an energetic cost and where could we actually allow it to be an energetic contribution in a very generative way. So we're going to break that down a bit more on the other side of this break. You are listening to Aligning Divine here on the Inspired Choices Network. So grateful you're here to play today, and we will be right back. Within each of us, there is a spark of the essence that gives rise to all that is in the universe. Are you ready to let it light up your life? Tune in to Aligning Divine Radio Show with Soul and Body Coach Keisha Clark for fresh perspectives and powerful tools to be aligning with your divine essence and living it every day. Join us for Aligning Divine Radio Show every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Aligning Divine Radio Show with soul and body coach Keisha Clark. To bring your question on the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You may also email your questions or comments to Keisha at KeishaClark.live. Now back to the show. 
Welcome back and forward to the next segment of Aligning Divine here on the Inspired Choices Network. I am Keisha Clark, still here, still grateful for you being here and playing with us. And with this topic today, we're talking about what is your inheritance costing you? Ah, so some very cool stuff about bodies, which of course could be an endless uh, number of conversations <laughs> ongoing because they're just that awesome. And where I kind of want to, uh, or something I want to bring into this is now um, talking about the energy of our being, the being that we be, and the bodies, these lovely, amazing, magical creatures who host our being for a time for us to come play here on this planet Earth playground. And something that I'm noticing, uh, and again, or let me just say, because I don't think I've said it yet on this show, is none of this conversation is intended to take place of any type of medical advice or information. This conversation is really about exploring and bringing to you information that comes from my experience and my work, both my life and work experience, and from the amazing beings that I get to work with um, who are not necessarily all in bodies on this planet Earth probably ground. So kind of my crew. Um, and I love that um, we have the input of bodies as well. So let's, I'm just acknowledging the contribution of all of those things. Um, so one of the key pieces here that... I ha has really been brought into the foreground of my awareness is that a lot of this has to do with our capacities or our potencies, whichever word you want to use. Um, and what I mean by that is like our abilities to play with, manipulate, create <clears throat> with different energies. Um, everything, if you want to just look at this for a second, everything that we inherit is representing a form of energy. So either a vibrational form, although we could also say all of it has a vibrational frequency, but some of it, it shows up, it's made manifest, right, in the three-dimensional aspect. Okay, so like, you know, we could inherit property. We could inherit um, uh, pretty much all, any kind of physical property, okay, would be in this three-dimensional reality. Um, and genetically, while you could say, yes, that has a three-dimensional expression as well, because we talk about that as through our bodies, um, there, there's also an energy there. So it's like, um, for the purpose of this conversation, I'm just going to put it as those energetic, the energies and the energetic imprints of those, that's on those inheritance, or that is, is within those inherited energies. Um, so certain vibrations, certain frequencies, whatever word really helps you kind of grab that a little bit easier, um, you can you get to choose. And there's a, what is the word? Um, kind of the connection that I'm noticing is it having to do with capacities, the way that we can um, play with or engage these energies. Some people bring capacities with 
um, bringing energies together to create something totally different. Other people have capacities with manipulating energies in different ways. Other people have capacities with bringing energies into actualization or manifestation. Um, so there's different capacities we have, and we we all bring you know capacities that we get to play with, or I mean, not everybody chooses to, but we get to play with them in some way in this lifetime, pretty much in every lifetime, and and that seems to be something that is an essential piece with this um, how we inherit and what we inherit and and how we get to utilize those energies that we bring through our family line. So um, something that came up again in just this last weekend, uh, so for me that merits some, you know, this is worth looking at um, <laughs> and playing with, is part of the information in one of the conversations I was having was information from this person's team and and sort of a combination of my team and their team as I was doing a a facilitative reading. Um, And it had to do with the, not really explanation, but just, just information around how when we come into incarnation, we are hosted by this body, we are bringing all of these possibilities, right, all of these energies with us. We're coming in through our own kind of energetic recipe. So that means like we're choosing, you know, when we're being born, so to speak, Um, whatever that planetary positioning is, whatever the stars are doing, whatever the different energies are doing. And so we've got all of those different methodologies that we can play with and consult based on that that can give us information about certain things that we might have brought with us, certain strengths and possible um, places that we want to maybe make improvements. And we show up we're bringing that through our family line. We're coming through a genetic recipe as well, right? A biological recipe. So we're bringing our capacities as well. And relative to the capacities that we are choosing to bring forward in this whichever lifetime, we'll talk about this one since we're all here right now, placing our focus on this point (laughs) of our existence. We bring these capacities, these energetic capabilities, or these these capabilities with energies. And when we are willing to actually play with those, we can move the energy through and onward or outward, okay? However, when we are not willing to play with these energies or utilize these energies, when we start creating the resisting and reinforcing the resisting of those capacities, the energies must move. They must stay in motion because that is the nature of energy, And therefore, we create sort of this uh, ricochet chamber, if you will. Our resistance 
essentially sets those energies in motion in within our field, like within, and usually it's within our bodies. That's usually where and how it shows up. That sets things in motion that create a destructive effect on our bodies and our, uh, you could also say our emotional health, our mental health. Um, and that was really interesting to to have this come through in the way that it did. It was a little bit more clear in the way that it showed up this last with this most recent conversation <clears throat> with this client, I hadn't really looked at that in that way before. So I found it kind of fascinating. It's not about finding a reason that we have diseases. However, part of what they shared was that when this ricochet chamber kind of thing gets set in motion and when it goes on over over years of time, in many cases, for a lot of us, it's years or decades, <laughs> um, It, the energy, because it is destructive, it imprints those energies of us. And those cells, when they are influenced by that energy over a long period of time, if there's anything that is already present in the biology, in the genes, in the genetic inheritance, one, it will add to that. It will bring those diseases forward and it can serve as a kind of an activation of those diseases, what we call diseases. Uh, and two, it can actually set the energetic marker in place for diseases to start to show up, okay? Now, it's not just, again, this is not a linear thing like, oh, you you are resisting your capacities and boom, you create a heart disease or diabetes or whatever. It, it goes through an energetic uh, course. And of course, the energies that match where that energy is going is are going to show up as well. Does that... I feel like I might be a little bit deep in the process right now, so I'm going to ask my producer to let me know. If that is like, am I sounding like I'm speaking a different planetary language? <laughs> I get that there might be some tilted puppy dog heads. Um, so thank you. <laughs> okay, She says I'm good, so I'm going to go with it. I'm going to keep going. So when we look at this through from the perspective or through the lens of the vibrational matches, the vibrational matching, how energies really find like energies. This is different from a conversation about polarity, so don't you can stay with me here. We'll talk about polarity a different time. When the energies are drawn to their like energies, that's the simple, what we could call physics, of how this compounds and gets created. Now, this can take place in either direction. This can go in either direction. And what I mean by either direction is this can turn into diseases. However, when we are willing to utilize our capacities to explore those abilities that we brought with us and actually play with them, take them out of the box, if you will, it can go in the direction of 
you could call expanding or exponentializing or empowering us rather than destroying us. Now, if you've ever heard me talk about generative destruction, that's a slightly different thing. This, the destruction I'm talking about in this tense is actual destructively destruction. <laughs> so it's, it's the actual breaking down of without um, any, it's not making the way for something uh, stronger or cleaner or truer or higher frequency. It's actually breaking the energy down. So it then breaks the tissue down. So then it's breaking down your body's ability to function. Okay. Wow, this went this went way deeper than I thought it was going to go. So, and that's so cool. And, you know, are we really ready to hear this? That's kind of what's exciting to me. Are we ready to play with this? Are we those of us who are ready to acknowledge this? You know, that what I am aware that that creates on this planet, you know, on on a different scale, that excites me. Um, one from the, from the perspective of look at how many of us have been resisting or denying our capacities, you know, or trying to control them, like trying to let them show up, you know, in a controlled environment, which just makes me laugh now. I mean, I've done that. You know, goodness knows I've done that. And I can tell you from personal experience, it doesn't work. <laughs> it usually creates a train wreck, right? So the fact that these conversations are occurring, they are showing up more and more, is very exciting for me and a lot of the people I get to play with. Um, because it, for one, it's an indicator that there are more of us asking for this to come through, right? And so many of us, as I said earlier, so many of us that are playing on this planet Earth playground right now, we have come here with a desire, and, and you could say with a, a target of... You know, this was part of what we wanted to do. We wanted to bring this into more of our cognitive awareness and conversation on the planet right now. So, yay us! Woohoo! <laughs> yay you! <laughs> um, so, it can go in either direction. This creation bit can happen either way. It can go in the direction of breaking things down. It can go in the direction of building things up. So, really, we get to choose. And, you know, if your eyes just habitually rolled at that moment, <laughs> I just invite you to look at this. <laughs> Take a breath. We get to choose how to use these energies that we have inherited. What, what would it take for us to lean into that? Rather than looking at it through a medical report or, you know, results of a blood test or a saliva test or a hormone test, what if we were willing to look at it beyond those linear representations? Those linear representations have great value in many different ways that we can apply them. Not going to say don't do that because those have importance and there's a big old all capital letters A-N-D and could we be willing to receive the information of all of those different ways that we can quantify the data and still be willing to go on into, so what is that showing us 
about the vibrational imprintation and get there. Now, that is not a linear process, as I have said a few times. That is not something that we can scientifically give you or that we can scientifically base it on. So that really requires our willingness to explore into what we might call the unknown of us. And yet, I'm just going to offer to you, what if it's simply that you haven't chosen to tap into that part of you of what you do know about your family, about what set these things in motion, about your genetic inheritance. So that's where I would like to go when we go to the next segment of today's conversation. Take a breath. None of this has to be true for you. It's really okay. This is about exploring. I'm not going to tell you how you have to live your life. I'm just going to invite you to live it in a way that really works for you. And if this conversation supports that happening for you, stay with me. We've got one more segment to play with more information, and I have some more to share. So we're here on Aligning Divine on the Inspired Choices Network, and I'm so grateful for you, and I'll see you on the other side of this break. Within each of us, there is a spark of the essence that gives rise to all that is in the universe. Are you ready to let it light up your life? Tune in to Aligning Divine Radio Show with Soul and Body Coach Keisha Clark for fresh perspectives and powerful tools to be aligning with your divine essence and living it every day. Join us for Aligning Divine Radio Show every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Aligning Divine Radio Show with soul and body coach Keisha Clark. To bring your question on the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You may also email your questions or comments to Keisha at KeishaClark.live. Now back to the show. Welcome back and forward to our last segment of today's Aligning Divine um, here on the Inspired Choices Network. And wowzers, we're kind of like swimming in the big old beautiful deep pool, or maybe even we could say the ocean, <laughs> uh, of like genetic possibilities as well as um, physical possibilities, talking about what is your inheritance costing you. Um, so the cost, let's first let's talk about cost. Really, when we talk about all of this, when we go in the direction of destruction, we go in the, in, in the direction that sets up the breaking down of our bodies and our energies and our, our abilities, um, the, the literal cost there can be, it's going to show up in your bank account. It's going to show up in some way in your bank account, inevitably, right? There's also the cost of it's costing you your, your vitality. It's costing your life force energy. So 
are you really willing to pay that for living here, for, for coming into this life? Are you, are you willing to trade your life for your vitality? Or, like, I think there's probably a better way to ask that. It's just energetically, if you're trying to live a life that's costing you your life, <laughs> does that really make sense to anyone? <laughs> if you're allowing your inheritance to cost, to be something that is a burden, to show up or be turned into or be expressing as something that actually takes your vitality away from you, is that really how you want to live your life? Have you ever even considered that that might be going on? That unconsciousness, that choice not to bring your consciousness to your experiencing of your life, that can set in motion the very things that we would call the the defaulting, like the default settings of your genetic markers. Now, you can have genetic markers to have beautiful eyes, gorgeous lips, beautiful hair, but you can also have genetic markers for diabetes and heart problems and um, different, you know, various and sundry, however many forms of cancer we have in the world. Um, is that is that what you want to choose? Really? <laughs> do you get that? So how do we shift this? And and when I talk about cost, this is I'm not saying ah, what is that? That's an interesting energy. I'm I, if that is what does work, that's really cool because I have actually come across people who, for whatever quote unquote reason, it's part of what they came to experience is the breaking down, is the challenging what we what we might look at and call a challenging life, that's part of what they came to work with. I don't have to know why, because that's not relevant. That's their business, right? But when we get into things like the Akashic Records, and we start looking at the scope of their existence, like over lifetime after lifetime after lifetime, where they might be desiring to go with that particular incarnation or this particular incarnation, I'm simply, what my part is, is to look at that and support them to have what they are desiring. And so it's not about that your life should not cost you. I'm not saying cost is a bad thing. However, I'm also saying, or I am saying, that if costing, you know, if you having to pay the price of your vitality is not working for you, I'm inviting you to start looking at this <laughs> and bringing your consciousness to this experiencing of your life. And if you're experiencing life that is not fun for you, if your experience of your life is like, damn, it's not supposed to be this hard, then that might be a flag, you know, that um, it might be time to reach out. It might be time to go outside your comfort zone. It might be time to get off that square and start having some different conversations, start working with some different approaches, some different ways of 
um, maneuvering this. So when the, the, a key, a really, really key component, and you could say, eh, I'm not going to say the key, but I'm going to say it's a huge piece of this, <laughs> is about ownership. It's really the key to changing it. I'll, I'll call it that. It's the key to changing if this is not working for you, okay? If you are noticing that your inheritance are costing you and where your inheritance are costing you or even just beginning to notice it. The key is to take ownership, not of the genetic information, but to take ownership of what your capacities are and take ownership of the parts of your inheritance or your inherited things <laughs> and energies that do work for you and be willing to release yourself from what does not work for you. That also is not necessarily a linear process. And it's not something that you can just do a short quiz and overnight you go, oh, I'm, I'm done, it's changed, right? <laughs> because you came to play with energies in the way you came to play with them, and that involves more than a 24-hour period of adjustment. So, interestingly, when you choose to release what does not work, you also change the vibration through your entire family line for every person past, present, and future, who is a part of that lineage, who is willing to go there with you or follow your cue or, or contribute to that um, shifting and receive that shifting, you actually, with your choice to release it, you support and contribute to the line. How cool is that? Now, it is an ongoing process. Because some of the things we inherit don't show up until we're at certain points in our, in our chronological life or until we are in certain situations, okay? So again, that's an ongoing process. But the ownership is key. Owning your capacities is a huge piece of going beyond what your genetics or your biology says is going on for you. Now again, it's just information. So that's one of the key points I would like for you to keep in the forefront of your mind, of your awareness, is all of it is information. The fact that some of it has uh, hmm, some of it has given rise to certain things going on in your body. That's also information. And none of it is unchangeable. Now, when I say that, there's a lot of variables that go with that, okay? So if you are listening to this conversation and you currently have a, a diagnosis that's been activated, all right, or an active diagnosis, an, an active dis-ease going on. There's a lot of variables to the shifting. However, I will also say that for a lot of us, the way you came to play is, or it includes, 
that when you're willing to bring your awareness to the information, the physiological shifts can be vastly um, different and much faster. Doesn't mean that the disease might totally go away. Could mean that. Could show up that way. But what it does mean is that you can change the energy, you can change the vibration, and that will dynamically shift what is going on for your body. Now, there's other parts to this conversation because we take on a lot of the energies that aren't necessarily ours. A lot of us brought, well, created, co-created bodies that have amazed capacities with facilitating other bodies to move these energies. That's a conversation for a different time. It's also a part of this, however. So I just want to make you aware of that. So again, this today's conversation is not a be-all, end-all. It's really an opening of this door. And what I really desire for us to just start playing with is acknowledging our inheritance, receiving our inheritance, and allowing the strengths of what we chose this family line for to actually start activating for us in our lives. Bring those strengths forward. Bring them forward. Activate them. Start actualizing uh, the, the possibilities of what those strengths can offer you, can do for you. And then when you find the parts that aren't as attractive, that aren't as fun, that don't really work for you, be willing to know that you have the power within your choice and within your conscious choosing to shift how that energy is for you and to shift that energy entirely in many cases. Okay? The power is within you, my darlings. <laughs> you had the power all along. <laughs> so... Oh, let us just have a wonderful week of acknowledging. And as we're choosing to be aware of our inheritance, it is a way for us to tap into our essence. And I invite you to happily, joyfully, as much as you can, live it every day for the coming week. And until next week, I am adoring you. Reach out if you desire it or require it. And how else can you let your strength work for you? Have a good one, everybody. Thank you for Thank listening you so to the Learning Divine Radio Show. Keisha Clark has more to share next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. And for now, she is cheering you on to create an awesome week of lining up.